Welcome back, guys. My name is Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. And we are back in session where your fitness and lifestyle questions are answered and bro science is put to the test. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this week, we're going over chest day. And it's our international holiday observed every Monday. So check out some of our techniques on how to uh, use your chest workouts to build strength or size. We also go into our favorite exercises and some pro tips to simplify things. So stick around for our listener question and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. Look, look at the way that I glisten. I saw me tripping. Put it in gear if you gave me permission. Gave her some bash out. She walked out the clinic. Now she got gonna... a It's like the, it's like Battle Joe One. You know, you don't let the second squad get engaged unless you need it. Well, mics are hot, which we <laughs> had that practice of last week. And like we were talking about boners yeah. last week. We're this talking about how I have something going on with my stomach. Yeah. And how if I were to throw up on my microphone <laughs> that I have a second one right next to me and I could hot swap it very quickly. Wes saying that I should not do that. It's basic tactics. Sun Tzu. What would Sun Tzu so do? What would Sun Tzu do? He would not throw up on his microphone if he <laughs> could avoid it. Again, we're talking about Dimitri's digestion. Dige- yeah. Okay. It's like Dimitri's poop, digestion, <laughs> and boners. Like, welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are back for another episode. Um, we had an interesting little weekend, actually, because yes. Arizona, uh, Doug Ducey, who was uh, so proudly saying that... The Honorable Doug Ducey. Oh, well, Arizona is just going to have to live with the coronavirus. Like, this is just, uh, we're, we're bigger than this, and we don't, we're not dealing with it. And then he suddenly changed his mind and said, oh, well, the media is being mean to me. So, yes. actually, we're going to close down movie theaters, which were already closed. Yes. And, and water parks. That bars. Were pretty much already closed. Do you say parks, too? Water parks. Oh, water parks. Which yeah, were pretty much Water parks. Yeah. Like, how fucking random. Yeah. And uh, there's, like, one in, like, all of Arizona <laughs> in Phoenix. Right. Like, what is it called? Uh, uh, Sunsplash, right? Yeah. Sun's, I don't fucking know. It's, like, the only one in Arizona. Yeah. Congratulations, Doug. You knocked that one out. And uh, gyms. Right. Which is, and he gave them about five hours. Right. It was like Friday. It was a Friday, right? Yeah, it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday afternoon, and he's like, you got to close tonight. At 8. Go. And, uh, and uh, man, I don't remember his name. Um, do you remember his name? The owner of Mountainside Tom, Fitness. Tom Haddon, owner of Mountainside, uh, 20 locations, over 100,000 members. He came out, and I was, I was very impressed with him as an entrepreneur and also just as a fucking grown man. He just threw the glove off and said, yes. all right, look. We've been supporting this financially. We've been offering resources. They've been committing a bunch of money towards trying to make. Uh, they donated a hundred thousand dollars yeah. for ventilators and masks. Yep, they're trying. They're they're like they take this seriously. And yeah. he had an interesting take where he was like, "Hey, look, if you actually took this seriously and you think that this is a danger or concern, we are here to support you." But the fact that you decided to close these three things tells me that this is not a safety rule. This is a I'm trying to look good for the media and get right. people off my ass thing. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to save my, uh, you know, clout and, you know, how people view me. Yeah, That's he just wants his pre-election shit. And yeah. it was and I thought it was awesome because he just called him straight out and said, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if you want to close everything, we support you. But no, you don't get to just close down us. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so no. We're not closing, and I think Monday is when they're supposed to go to Monday's court. Monday's the trial. Uh, yeah, they fall, filed suit against the governor, uh, which that law, that 
suit is actually down the road, but this one is whether it's constitutional or not for them to be allowed to stay open. I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. I think Me that's too. actually going to become like a actual, like something that goes down in like the books of like, okay, we're setting precedents on this. I really hope so. But it's, it's also just like, yeah, like you're, you're picking and choosing and you're making things up and like, I could still go to a restaurant right now and they're hundred percent right. capacity a bar that serves food can be open right now. Yeah, exactly. They just all have yeah. to close at like 10 instead of two. Right. Exactly. It's nuts. It, it, the whole thing is freaking hilarious. And it was, uh, I was a little disappointed because, uh, the other private gyms, Indy is the one I've been going to for a long time. As you all know, um, they were staying open and then they mm-hmm. kind of changed their mind. Like, Hey, actually we're going to close. The um, owner got a misdemeanor. Did wait, you hear that? that's why they closed. Yeah. Got, it, oh, damn. Yeah. He got a misdemeanor and they got a $2,500 fine. Damn, that's some like hood rat shit. That's, like, that's, that's thug as hell. <laughs> I mean, not that that's gonna like fuck him up or anything. He's probably like jokes to his friend. Oh, look, guys, I got a misdemeanor. Yeah, dude, he's freaking gangster now. He's like, he's like, yeah, I got myself a misdemeanor. <laughs> now it would have been funnier if they like handcuffed him or something. Right, that, that would have been the yeah. the really great thing. He's like, hey, beat, rough me up a little bit and handcuff yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Make me look badass. <laughs> like, shoot me if I live, I'm fifty cent. If I die, I'm Tupac. <laughs> Yikes! Malibu's most wanted. Okay, great movie. <laughs> uh, I showed I showed Nicole that movie uh, for the first time uh, a few weeks ago. And Malibu's most great. wanted. Yeah, it was great. She just chapstick, chapstick, yeah. for, or what? Traffic, traffic, looking for a chapstick. Oop, there's a Maverick. Bars. All right. Well, Bars. we are we have a lot to talk about today, so we are going to move straight into the wins and losses. Okay, so you actually said that you were very excited about this segment, so I will, yeah. we'll have, go ahead and have you start it up. So I, I, I did some pre-planning on this one for the first time instead of Yes, like, I'm the exact oh, opposite. Like, like, I'm doing it live today. <laughs> just, that's how I normally do it, and it hasn't been working out for me, so I figured I'd put some thought into it. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, today, I felt like it was a growth mindset a moment for me at the gym. Okay. So uh, I went to Mountainside because this may be the last day it's open. So I went there, got a good back workout in. And I mean, there's limited hours today and it was a little crowded. I was going like an hour before it closed. So people were just trying to get it in last minute. Mm -hmm. And there was like the plate loaded uh, row and the plate loaded pull down. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like the hammer strength Mm -hmm. equipment. And it was being used by this guy who was doing like a tri set between that and a press. So and he's uh, so I already don't like him. I know. So like he's coming across like, you know, hey, I'm I own these three machines and you know, like this is my spot and he's like this big dude. So he wasn't giving that like, hey, you could probably work in with me vibe. No, not at all. Okay. He, yeah, not at all. He was uh like doing his sets, he was like grunting, he was being, you know, very uh like alpha about it, you know what I mean? You gotta gotta assert your dominance. <laughs> yeah, and he's a big guy, so it's like good for him. He was yeah. slinging some plates. And I went over there and I was like, shit, I can't use any of this back stuff because everyone's using back right now. I just went during the wrong time. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go in there and, you know, very like in a, the, you know, most diplomatic way possible, see if I can work <laughs> in with this guy. And I was like, I went in there. I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, you get uh, awesome. You're getting after these sets. Uh, do you mind if I work in behind you? You know, so I was like, yeah, that way it's like he doesn't have to wait on me at all. I'll just fall behind him, do the same circuit, and then I'll get my my sets in. And he looks at me like he's, you know, probably got like 20 pounds on me or something like that. 
And this is, I already know I could do the weight because I'm warmed up and I've done these. That's what it's always before. the question is, is like, are you trying to sp- like strip weight on me? Cause he's like, I'm going to catch up to you. Right. He probably doesn't think I'm going to be able to do it, but I knew I could do the weight because back is probably my second strongest muscle group mm-hmm. behind legs. So uh, I go in there and, you know, hit the rows behind him, hit the pull downs behind him. And then I go in there and I throw another plate on Ooh. for uh, Rose. And he looks at me and I'm like, I'm like, are you good? And he's like, yeah, I'm good. And then I, that's you know, how you like, always <laughs> get that guy to respect you. That's like one yeah. of those things. Like when someone like is like, mm, no, I really don't want to work in you work in with me because I think you're going to strip weight. But it's like, no, we're yeah. going up. But like that, you have now earned his respect. I did. It, I, I noticed that because after that, he came up to me, took his headphone out. And he's like, hey, what's your name? And I was like, Wes. I'm like, his name was um, Darius. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was like, hey, what's up, Darius? And then, you know, he, he he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just working back and shoulders. You know, it's just trying to hit it all at once. And then I was like, cool, man. You know, we chatted for a minute. And I guess I consider this a win because I normally would never try and pull something like this off. You know, just be like. Oh, do you know the same way? Like, it's like, it's, you know, I'd rather stand there passive aggressively and waste my day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I It was just too crowded, and I knew I would never get a workout in if I didn't try something like that. So it worked out well. I made, like, a gym friend and earn respect from a big dude. So I, I felt I, good about I it. I call that a big win. That's yeah. like, that's a, that's a particularly large win okay. because you know, whenever you're in respect of a big dude at the gym, like that's uh that, that's, that's huge. That, that is huge. Yes. It was fun. Do you have fun. your L? Um, yes. Let's see. My L fuck. I, I lost my L. Can you, can you do your win? Okay. I, I'll, I will do my win. Um, my win has actually been similar in the growth mindset idea mm-hmm. because i have been um a little bit down on the dumpities mm-hmm. which i i'm actually a little upset okay because you know how i always say i'm in the sunken place <laughs> so i learned that the sunken place is actually a term already and it's from the movie get out bro you didn't know that this whole time i thought this whole time we were joking about that i didn't and apparently <laughs> it has to do with racism and being like oppressed and you're in the sunken place <laughs> it's like the the urban dictionary term is like when someone is unwittingly oh. or naively like in a place of uh, uh, oppression from another group of uh, in particular people of color and this, that, and the other. So I didn't know that I was making a political statement. So to anyone who <laughs> thinks that um, I'm being oppressed, not particularly. It sorry. wasn't too, it wasn't very untasteful. I think it was funny and, you know, I think it was all right. Every well, time I, I was a little bummed out because I was like, man. I thought this was about being sad, not being oppressed. So I've decided that I'm going to change it to uh, that I'm in the pit. Yeah. Because I think of the pit as when you're squatting, and that's the saddest place you're at in a, in a, in a squat. And it's when you have to be the strongest. Okay. And come back to the top. So now when I, instead of saying that I'm in the sunken place, I'm going to be in the pit, which works for better branding in the future anyways. <laughs> it's more tasteful. It's more tasteful. Meet me in the pit. Yeah. Um, but... Recently, I've, I was telling you this earlier, is that I've, I, I've been watching like more and more content creators and different stuff, and we've discussed mm-hmm. this multiple times, that I have like multiple other projects I'm interested in. We're starting to see like a, a actually fairly decent amount of traction with the podcast here. Right. And I'm sitting here looking thank at you guys. people. Yeah, I know. Thank you. You're the reason. <laughs> and uh, I, I just see people doing stuff, and they have these big followings because they've been doing it for a long time. And I'm just like, you're not better at this than me. Mm-hmm. You're not worse. I'm not saying I'm better. Actually, some of them I actually genuinely do feel like, like you don't fucking know what you're doing, but they're either a part of a company or they've just been doing it for so long that like they have like the money to have a good producer or a good editor. And the, as far as the content goes, it's like, eh, it's okay. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, wait, like I can do this. This is a thing. Like you just have to keep putting in the reps. Like you just mm-hmm. have to keep doing it. Right. And if you, 
you just try different things. And there's like people who talk about, there's this, uh, another person I follow. I can't remember. It was like a month ago that I heard this, but it was, it was like really good. You just like most people who create content, the thing that like they're blown up for is not their first try. Like the guy mm, who I'm trying I like to that freaking name. Um, it's not important, I guess. Uh, but like he's like a, a it's like they've been doing it. Yeah, he's like he does commentary on like uh, movies and like uh, things on YouTube and stuff. Mostly just makes fun of shit. Right. And he was like he used to be like a Viner, and he also <laughs> used to do uh, like video game joke videos back when those were actually a thing on YouTube. Right. And like he said, like it took him like three different things before he finally like found his thing. And I'm just like, oh. Like, we're already doing pretty well with our first thing. And it's, like, growing in its own way. And we can, like, branch out in whatever direction we decide to go. Like, Shit. This is just a part of the This is not my first thing. I've been, I've been trying to produce content for a while. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm yeah. sorry that I'm just hot hand, man. I'm yeah. sorry that yeah. I'm just with I, I've been <laughs> I've been trying to pr- produce content consistently for a while. And then Dimitri comes along. And then here we go. And I'm just like, all right, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll be coming up on a year this fall. So I know. Dude, I'm excited. November. November yeah. is where we're at our one year and I'm hoping we can do something for that. Yeah. That'd um, be awesome. The, uh, so yeah, that's my win is that I've just like realized I'm like, we are doing the right thing unwittingly. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not a win. It's a very, it's a very thorough process and you hear people talking about how like, Oh, there's no way you can do this, blah, 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 blah. Like this, it's like pointless. It's such a saturated market. Right. Well, it's like, yeah, dude, it's hard. Like we have, our growth has been steady, but yeah. it's like, we're it has not been linear either. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, we <laughs> had like a period there, like it's before long. Corona where we went like down. Yeah, like we did bad where I was just like, what the fuck are we doing wrong? And we really didn't even change the, I felt the, like we were improving as podcasters during that time too. And it was like, our viewers were still going down. Yeah. Well, we, I think yeah. we had the, uh, the starter hype and then it went to like, okay, people are kind of over it. And then we started gaining followers. That's like yeah. when we actually started like gaining people. And I was just like, okay, it took a little longer than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, we're coming up on a year and like, I like, this isn't profitable or anything, but there's people who I feel like they start their thing and they're like, why isn't this working already? So that was that's my win. It's just like realizing that like we are doing the right thing. I like it, man. I think that's a solid win, and I'm I'm happy to be a part of that. I'm happy that you are. Oh <laughs> <that. laughs> yeah. What's your L? Okay, so uh, give me a, a moment to remember. But my the L was me and Dylan working out at Mountainside, being the douchebags ourselves. You were the douchebags. We were the perpetrators this time. Oh God. Yes. What did you do? So, <laughs> um. It was, you know, because it's so overcrowded because it's the only gym that's open in Phoenix right now. Uh, we were trying to hit a shoulder superset. So, you know how the squat rack has like the front squat rack and the back yeah. deadlift area? Mm-hmm. So, we had the overhead press with the bar set up in there. Behind that, I had a uh, trap bar set up, you know, for uh, parallel press. And then we were doing lateral raises. So, we had like three stations set up. Which is pushing it, you know. You're for, pushing, especially when you're taking <clears throat> up a rack. Right, we're taking up a, two racks, basically. Yeah. Two racks and a little bit over to the side for some lateral you races. are the fucking worst. <laughs> so we are the worst. Uh, and, like, this guy that comes in, and he's, like, this really tall, shredded dude. And me and Dylan's, like, towel and water bottle were over there by the plates where you, like, stack them up. And he's like, hey, guys, you should move your stuff or they're going to get knocked over or stepped on. And Damn, like, love that fucking <laughs> subtle way of saying, get your shit out of here. It's like, you're fucking pushing it, guys. Like, <laughs> taking up way too much room. Oh, dude, I actually love that. I love that his, that was his go-to. Instead of saying, like, hey, man, you guys are kind of being rude right now. Like, no, he's just like, hey, uh, B 
be a shame if someone <laughs> knocked your shit over. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's great. I love that. You, I'm glad someone says something to you guys. You guys fucking suck. Yeah, we were the we were that guy. That's fucking funny. Yeah, um, so that's my funny. L is I had like a better L, I'm sure, but yeah. literally it's just been like I have no idea why, but my stomach is just <laughs> turned <Still>. against <laughs> me. It is just turned against me today. At least it's like something different every time. It's not the same stomach issue every week. Oh yeah, I mean like most of the time it's from my own doing because yeah. of like some stupid diet thing that I'm doing or something. But like <laughs> today it was just like I think I like put too much vinegar on my potatoes. Yeah, that's my guess right now or something. I don't know. But I was like, I almost didn't come to record today. I was telling you that I was like, I was like, nope, nope, no. Nope. I'm just going to throw up and I'm going to go. <laughs> and then I took some Alka-Seltzer. Fine. Come back. I, you know, I drink like a, a vodka soda. Like that's not going to ruin my stomach again. And it's like, oh, wait, it did. Um, Are you back in struggle mode? Oh, I'm back in struggle. Not as bad as it was earlier. But I want a Tums. I have a Tums. Do you have Tums? Yes, I do. I'll take some Tums. All right. All right, well, while he's grabbing Tums, I'm going to move us into the next segment. Um, We are talking about chest day, which in my eyes is one of the best days. I'm more of a back guy, Wes is more of a leg guy, but in the middle, we oh, thank God, Tums. Ah! Wes just fucking throws Tums. I I launched him at him. Okay, I got him. But (laughs) um, Keep getting your toes. (laughs) Chest day is, to us both, in the three majors lifts, at minimum, the second best day of the week. Yes. We try not to do it on Mondays because that is a terrible day to do it. Horrible planning. It is horrible planning. Um, But basically very similar to our leg day talk, we're going to be talking about chest. Um, Wes, Mm -hmm. give me your fundamentals on training chest. Um, Well, right now I am in like so bro mode that my fundamentals go like this incline flat fly <laughs> and that's about it well i mean but. you basically sound like a power lifter backwards it's like yes flat incline accessory yeah that's usually like how it goes it's just like whatever the major focus is go heavy on it and then everything else just survive yes it, it's a different focus uh i mean we'll have this discussion in a minute but i'm prioritizing incline uh, because that's part of my chest that I'm really trying to emphasize and develop. And following that with flat, which is obviously like the most targeted and chest focused, plus you can lift the most weight on that. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I go into accessories, just like he said. So mm-hmm. I, I've i been showing you and I've been training like for the last six months with a intensity style, which means like I'll superset two or three of the same types of exercises together for like two or three rounds. Okay. Yep, just trying to like really hit the muscle and isolate chest or whatever my focus is. Sure, so. sure. And we'll talk a little bit more about focusing on isolation and everything. But yeah. uh, on the, we should have this as a segment of stuff. Words Dimitri does not know. Um, PPL, you have that on here. Yes. What, uh, go, go and break that down for me. So I think that's uh, how most people end up training chest unless they're doing like a powerlifting split, which powerlifting splits are usually like combining like all three of them together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is that how you do it when you would powerlift? Would you do, like, chest? Would you bench and squat and deadlift on the same days? I wouldn't. No? No. I was a 5-3-1 guy, remember? Oh. It was, uh, I lived in one sec- segment because it was focused on major lifts. Yeah. And then uh, accessories to that major lift, so like an incline or a lunge or a pull sure. down. And then it would be, like, tricep, something. It, it okay. was... Uh, some people... I was honestly never a full body guy or a split guy. So was, you did push-pull legs, too? Yes. Okay. Well, some powerlifters, uh, not all of them, apparently, but some of them do like. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I didn't. I haven't won anything yeah. or ever gone to a meet, so like 
Well, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, no, I'm saying like, I know I'm just saying like, there's probably like going to be like one power lift where you're like, well, Dimitri's a moron. It's like, yeah. well, you're probably right. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, I, w- I committed because like my whole thing was like, I'm going to drain the tank on this one thing. Right. No, I, that, and that's how I like to do it too. So I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, a push pull legs is very classic and very, uh, you know, it's what a lot of people go to. It's very old school in the method because you're able to focus on exhausting that one muscle and then letting it recover. You can hit the body multiple times in one week. If you mm-hmm. do those three, you can, do, uh, what I'll do is I'll do push pull legs and then I'll take a day off and then I'll do chest and back again and then accessories again. Boom. Yeah. I'm, body twice I'm definitely a, uh, keep it simple, stupid kind of guy. It's like, as long as I go there with one thing in mind, even if I don't know what exactly things I'm going to be doing, it's like push. Okay. What's a push, push, right. push, push, push. Okay. There we go. That's a thing I can do. Pull, pull, pull. What's pulling. And especially if you're going like full, you know, silverback gorilla and like <laughs> the, the blood isn't flowing to your head and you didn't come well prepared, you know, you know what you need to do. Right. Yes. It, it, once you get past the beginner stage and know what exercises activate, what muscles, then you can kind of structure your workouts by mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Well, you were talking a little bit about the how you're a big incline guy right now. Mm-hmm. And I also actually want to break this into the part mm-hmm. of why don't you talk about decline? Yeah. Um, but we talk incline versus flat. If you're talking powerlifting, obviously flat's going to be like where a big focus is because that's what the competition does. You're right. flat. That's the move, the motion you're doing. So yeah. why would you do incline? So if you're going for more of an aesthetic focused or you're just trying to like build, you know, your upper chest over your you know, medial chest for a period of time, then doing incline isolates that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So it's arguable that like a flat will activate the incline just as much or the, uh, you know, upper pec just as much. But I feel like I say if you're doing a proper flight path, probably not like, cause I think a lot of people don't realize like your bench actually shouldn't be like perfectly up and down. Like it's actually better if you go like below the nipple float back kind of up towards your neck region almost not that right. quite high but like a uh, top to back so like kind of like almost diagonal slightly mm-hmm. so really it should be lower so you like if you're saying see. that your upper pack is getting hit on the flat like you actually might be hovering a little too high over your head you could probably go heavier if you like centered your gravity a little bit better mm-hmm. I, I agree man i think that it doesn't like especially from a powerlifting standpoint it's like it hits mostly of the uh medial pack or the majority of the pack um and the pec major, sorry. Um, and it also, like a lot of the powerlifters say that they get a big upper chest from benching. I think mm-hmm. it's more from their overhead press because they do a yeah. lot of overhead I pressing. I used to do a shit ton of overhead press. Yes, and that's like super isolation for your upper chest. Mm-hmm. Like every powerlifter I know can overhead press a ton of weight, right? Well, I mean, I got to like 135, which was like, yeah, but like, I was like, it. I was like that, but that is a lot. Like if, yeah. you, if you think that 135 isn't a lot of an overhead press, like you're either a manimal or you don't know any better. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it takes a long heavy. time to get past 135. Yeah. Like, well, like, I was, I think it takes a long time to get there. I would belt up for like 135. Cause I was just like, I'm going to like freak, like snap in half. Um, we talked about the whole, like, as long as you can, you know, squat three plates, deadlift four plates press two plates and overhead press one plate, right. that then like you have established, uh, earn like, your yeah, like you, gym badge. <laughs> you have a, yeah, exactly. Those are your gym badges. You have earned a place at yeah. the table. Um, anything, no one can tell you that you're weak. Yes. And that's, uh, that's, that's uh, overhead press. I think that you're right. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it is. So when you're talking about 
bodybuilding, you're probably yeah. going to build do a little more incline to develop that upper chest. Yeah, and I've noticed a difference in my upper chest from focusing and prioritizing incline first in my motions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I never did that in the past. I would always, because I was trying to just like, oh, trying to get my bench to... Yeah, it ruins your flat bench. Like, it, yeah. I'll be the first one to say it. When I do incline yeah. first, my flat bench suffers for it because, right. you know, when you're... Because you're, you're still going to try and go heavy. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you get to the flat, you're like, oh, god damn it. Like, I, I can do... A, like, I'm tired. Yeah, know, right? right? Yeah, it's so true. But now that, like... Well, now that I've changed my mindset on what I'm trying to focus on, now I'm like, I'm trying to be fresh for my incline, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to have a better flat bench, then you have to prioritize a flat bench. Well, yeah. But then you also talk about like where, what you're trying to do with your flat bench. Are you trying to be functional right. or are you trying to like do the, you know, the aesthetic thing? And it's like, you might be doing like an all the way down to the chest pause kind of thing. Now you're right. bringing your shoulders into it mm-hmm. and it's... Like I, I had this happen earlier this week where I was doing a pause flat bench and I went to incline and I was pausing at the bottom trying to be all badass. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got to my incline, my, my shoulders were like entirely toasted. Right. Because I was like, oh shit, like this range of motion was a little hefty boy for me. <laughs> we'll definitely have to talk about that um, in the act chest activation mm-hmm. part. But hey, so, I have a question for you, man. What? Um, as far as like building a chest workout, what do you think... How would you build a chest workout for powerlifting, like trying to get stronger type Powerlifting for chest workout. Like just trying to get stronger type focus. <sighs> My way of looking at it is you go through like a cycle yeah. um, of steroids. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always go back to that 5-3-1 kind of way of looking at it, but you don't necessarily have to do that. But it's like you start, you do one week of like a 5 to 10 rep range mm-hmm. kind of thing on like we'll say you're going to do chess on Monday cuz you're very bad at planning. Right. And everyone's doing it on Monday. So like you're doing 5 to 10 on like Monday uh-huh. on your flat. Just like what feels good for you. Like okay. not you're not maxing out just like make sure we're talking like an 8 or a 9 on the uh, what is it called? Um RPE. RPE there we go. Yeah. On the RPE where you like you still have some of the tank and then you do the rest of your workout you're probably going to have like three to four accessory things going on so you, would you you do flat first and then i you, i would say if you're powerlifting you should always do your flat first because yeah. you want to have the most which warm up first like maybe like uh yeah. do like some push-ups or uh like on a on a ball or something mm-hmm. or just there's any number of things you just get hot just right. like because the thing get is like blood in there. your shoulders and your bicep are like things that'll pop on you like it's just like these are like this is like a, a movement especially if you don't have a spotter like you can just hurt yourself. So like you want to be as warm as possible. Like things can happen. It's a very, you have a bar over your face. Just like, you know, think, think about it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and (laughs) like the next week you're going down range. Like, so that's where it would be like a three week, but you can do like three to five. Right. That's when you're still around that, like, you know, eight to nine, still make sure you're not dying, but like your weight should be going up. And then, and again, you're going to do like probably maybe like three to four accessory things. Then you have like your one week, which mm-hmm. you have to build up to. So you're doing like 10, 135. You may be doing like So you warm six, up like how many yeah. sets? Well, I almost work. I, I would almost do like three sets of warming up and then three sets of building. And okay. then, so I would do like 10-ish, eight-ish, six-ish, working up the weight as I felt comfortable. And then I would end on like, three, two, one to just wrap it up. And almost oh, like, it was like not okay. even like that close. Like the jump from two to one was actually like pretty large. So that would be like a more than 10 pound jump. Yeah. Like okay. that's like, cause when you do your one day, that's like almost a PR day. Okay. Like it's like basically that's like, like an eight or nine on the RPE. That's like, like a nine. 
Okay. Well, a nine or a 10 if you're like came there to do 10. 10 is like competition, right? 10 is like you're, this is like, I have never done this weight before. Yeah. And sometimes a lot of time you'll find, that's why you do the warm up and like right. you're not trying to tire yourself out to that warm up. Like this is oh, all right. like really light. Like, mm -hmm. ooh, like just, this is like just feel the weight. Grease in it, feel the weight. Just yeah. remind yourself that you can move this. Right. This is also like that that day you should have a spotter. <laughs> like oh, that's yeah. just smart. Um, and then that's the day that you like throw something on there that like that's the day you're using your wrist wraps. That's right. the day that you're like doing whatever freaking little setup you have to do. Doing your. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, shit. exactly. And then that day, usually I only do like two or three accessories. Like I might not even do another chest exclusive thing. That day. I might just do some triceps mm. after that. This cause like, you're like almost like forgiving your body for the sins that you just, <laughs> like, it's just like, that's what that day was for. It's like almost like a deload. Right. I feel that. And that's, you did your job. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what my, that, that was what my one week, my one week, which is usually like one day of the week that you do. That's, that's how powerful. Cause then you, and then you guess what? Then you do after that, you do a deload week where literally it's all about just pumping blood and recovering. And then you start back like at your five to 10 and right back at it. And that's why the five, three, one is flawed is because it assumes that you will always every week be going Making up progress. in weight Yeah, where like it doesn't really account for plateaus. Um, but as, because people aren't robots. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah. And that like concept that. of like, kind of like you just kind of like, it's like a, it's a, it's a cycle. You go building, 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 building peak all the way back down to like what's way too easy for you building 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 I mean, that's how it works with anything fitness right yeah. yeah it's just it's giving your every month you're trying to like either hit your previous pr almost or potentially build it, especially like like for new people right if you're new and you're on that kind of cycle for uh for like building your chest for strength like you should be hitting a pr once a month at least yeah for the first year for sure yeah like if you follow that kind of like general concept like there's no reason you shouldn't get stronger i feel that yeah i think for bodybuilding it's very similar you know we, you go for like your biggest focus first like we don't have like the oh you you change the rep ranges as much mm -hmm. it's more like you're gonna hit your incline first then you're gonna hit another compound probably flat and then mm -hmm. you're gonna go into your accessory work and i like to do stuff that's gonna add like time under tension and stretching uh, stuff like flies or, yeah. you know, like machine presses, something where you can like mm -hmm. do a safer, more controlled high volume set, yeah. you know, like what kind of accessories would you like to throw in there? Well, uh, I think machine presses are great. Cable presses are excellent. Yeah. Um, they're the things that hit your, uh, supplementary muscles. So like when you're like shoulders like, and tries, yeah. Like when you're in like a regular bench, I'm not even worried about tries cause I'm going to do like some freaking, uh, tricep extensions at the end anyways. Yeah. It's like, that's like who doesn't want big tries? Right. Like I'm going to do that every single time, like an overhead <laughs> or a pull down. Like I fucking love hitting triceps. Mm -hmm. Um, but like when you're talking about like cables, especially that's when you start feeling like those little like those, uh, those little strains on like the edges, the outsides of your pack and stuff like mm -hmm. that, your shoulders, those are the areas that are really necessary, but don't really get a lot of love on a flat bench. Right. It's, it's weird how that works, but it's, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and then you can, you know, then you start, if you really want to start getting technical with it, you can start, you know, cycling in every couple of weeks. You do like a pause bench day. Some intensity uh, builders. Yeah, just stuff like it's like, okay, you're going to go down and wait, but when I hit the bottom, I'm just going to sit there for a second, like one. I had, I know people who do two to three second pauses, and it always be fun because someone would run up to him, like trying to rip the weight off. <laughs> and like, oh my God, he's suffering. And like I had a, my old roommate, <laughs> like, he like starts screaming at some dudes, like, who the fuck are you? 
He's like, like, you oh, just ruined my set. I thought you were exactly. <laughs> fucking set. I like, thought oh, you were stuck. It's like, and I'm sitting there. I was like, I was there spotting, but I'm like on my phone above yeah, him. Like I was texting. like, I'm like, I don't know. He's fine. Like, I, I know where his failure is. Swiping on Tinder. Like if he if he freaking dies right now, like that's his own fault. Yeah. <laughs> like he he would want to die if yeah. he fails on this one. He's like, add another plate if I go down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a. Uh, I think building chest strength is way easier than building chest size. That's where uh, I, I think agree. I think that if you want to get to 225, we'll have to definitely talk about it on chest activation too. Yeah, dude, that's the yeah. thing. It's like if you want to get to 225, if you follow that general concept I just talked about, very bro, broy type of lift thing, you you'll get there, there in like 18 months, right? Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah, probably you, unless if you like are younger and have like a good diet or a ba- good base already. Yeah, yeah, you'll get there. Quick. You'll get there. It's, but if you yeah. want to have like a really pretty full Arnold chest with like a really nice collar right. and like and it fills out nicely. Like, like you got people like me who like, I build my under chest really well. So like if I wear certain shirts, it's like, looks a little like man booby. Yeah. It's like, no, I have pecs. They just lay a little bit big on the bottom. <laughs> right. Because the upper pec is the hardest to hit. That's, Hence why I prioritize. That's why incline. I do a lot of incline now. And it's actually <laughs> yeah. helped. I've evened out like a ton. But like when I was in college, it was like it sat really low. Like my chest sat really low. Another thing, and this is a big mistake I made early on, was I would hit. Do we do something on incline on here or decline on here? Oh, we haven't talked about the decline yet. Is it on here or no? No. Okay. Can I bring it up now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Decline is fun. Because it's like you can go heavier than you can on any other bench. But it's also but <laughs> pointless. <laughs> the problem is you build the under part of your chest like you're just talking about more than you build the rest of your chest. So it's like yeah, if you get a really like massive under chest, then you kind of look fat. Exactly. Yeah. I used to do... Uh, decline all the time because it, it's like right. it's like a danger. It it's, looks dangerous. It's you can kind put of a ton fun. of weight on there, and it's like honestly, if you're doing Feels decline, good. you probably could have just done more on flat. Yeah, it's just it's not. It's unnecessary. And like you see these like huge, so they're always like the huge buff guys, but they're also like have a huge gut and they're doing like three <laughs> plates on decline. And it's just like, okay, <sighs> like is this necessary? <laughs> yeah, it's like with your gut, it's pretty much a flat bench. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really short flight path. Yeah. So it's like it's just un- I, I will say that if you do decline and you think it's good and helpful and you enjoy it, do it. Yeah. But if you're trying to like be do efficient like with your month. time, like I don't think it's necessary. I literally like, only do it once a month. If I could remove like one thing, like if I had to remove one thing we use in the gym for chess, I'd remove that. Right. Yeah, I, I, I feel like dips do better for that than decline. And dips are hard as fuck. So yeah. if you if you think dips are easy, great for you. But if you do decline and dips are hard, just replace it with dips. Right. With it's, it. It's too easy. Um, I actually did want to talk about this briefly because yes. I feel like when we talk about training chest, it almost always tilts towards men. Right. And anyone who's been to a gym that has a proper like bench and dumbbell area knows that they probably know the the three women at their gym who actually go out <laughs> go there and bench. There. And right. then, like, you never see any other women right. over there. They'll be using, like, the flat benches with, like, dumbbells or stuff. But, like, you don't see a lot of women or doing... Or, like, the fly machine, right? Yeah, yeah. You just don't yeah. see a lot of women working chests a lot. And I, I, do you think there's, like, a reason for that? There's, like, a misnomer of, like, they are going to build a manly chest mm-hmm. or because it's just a little bit more difficult and they don't prioritize it? Yes, I have a couple theories on this. Um, theory number one... They see what, like the women, the bodybuilding women, mm-hmm. and like the competitor women who take steroids, and they get like that, yeah, shredded chest, and mm-hmm. it like looks scary, and they don't, re- they think it's because they're doing bench press, which they probably are, 
but it's also probably from the anabolics. Yeah, right. Okay. Because they, and you can't argue this. Like the women at that high of a level of doing bodybuilding, mm-hmm. they have a more masculine look about them. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what they're competing for. That's what yeah, they're aiming that for. That scares some women. <laughs> that scares some people away. Yeah. I actually would say to like look towards CrossFit women. Right. Like yeah. they are excellent at bench, and they yeah. still have like a more feminine look to them well some of them <laughs> some well, of them they, espn have some huge jaws oh uh, well <laughs> some of them are freaking like yeah freaking beat my ass like it's right, right. Like, they, I think, some of those like scandinavian women yeah <laughs> we went like punch for punch to the face like i'm going down <laughs> yikes um okay another one uh this is something that i didn't realize at first until i started training uh more in person and that was a lot of women in the fitness industry have breast implants and i didn't even consider that yeah benching is like puts a lot of pressure on the implant i feel like that's just fair that's just a fair freaking thing like especially incline incline puts even more pressure right on it i didn't even consider that yeah learning something new every day yeah so exactly i didn't even consider that until i started training people with implants you know yeah, I would say a big thing too is if you are a woman who wants to go bench, mm-hmm. I think some of them I've seen, uh, it's always like, I only see them there like once. Yeah. And they like look really into it. And they're usually benching like just a bar or a bar with like some tens on it. And I feel like they think that they're like taking up a space sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Maybe like, they feel guilty. Like they're not, they're not using it like there Yeah. Like, no, f- fuck that. Like, they, just, they could do that. Yeah. Like, take the space entirely. There. Please do. Yeah, I I would prefer to see you there than like the dude who's like about to sit there with four plates on both sides and he's going to be there for the next four hours while he thinks about the one time he's going to rep that. Um, Just just use, no one should ever feel ashamed for using a piece of equipment no matter how low. What I would say is like, I usually won't have a female client touch the barbell bench press until Mm -hmm. they can flat bench on the dumbbells, at least the 25s. That's fair. You know, because that's like 50 pounds, you know, the bar's 45. Yep. So it's like once they can do reps, you know, sets with the 25s, then I feel like we can get something out of the flat bench. Okay. I actually, this was supposed to be a later, but I actually think this plays and it's better. Is, yeah. Uh, when I do see women and it used to be really big in, for guys. This uh-huh. is really popular for a while, but you don't see it as much. <laughs> is arching while you bench. Like, I I used to be a big archer. I used to be, like, uh, I would throw my back out. Like, freaking, like, you step back into it, you roll your shoulders back, you can get that big, nice arch, Mm -hmm. and you would basically be able to stick your arm under your back while you're benching. And you'll see a lot of women, especially women who are doing higher weights, Mm -hmm. they'll do that as well for, like, better leverage in a plane. What is your feeling on arches? (laughs) I used to be like over arch a lot and I would feel pain in my lower back. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I got so many knots in my back. Yeah. And it was just not, it was not because like the bench was putting so much pressure on my back. It was like, I was just squeezing the lower back muscle so tight that it was cramping. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you, it is a legal move in powerlifting. You can do it. Mm-hmm. You still count. It still Some counts competitions as a say you have to be flat footed, not toe pointed. That's one of the things that people don't know. Oh, that's another part. Like if you point the toes as opposed to flat foot, it's even more of an arch. Yeah. So like some I, people I wouldn't do go some, that. Extreme. I think it's like Texas versus like the East coast. Like yeah. I think in Texas, they require you to be flat footed, but like on the, whatever federation or whatever on the East coast, like they're okay with the toe point. Yeah. So um, I do think it helps. It definitely helps. Um, I felt like I could do more, weight uh because of a better angle of leverage mm-hmm. um and 
you know, so it's good for powerlifting if that's the right. I felt like go. it created an artificial decline. Kind of, and does. it took a lot of the stress off my shoulders. That's yeah. why I did it, and now I don't just because like it was giving me so many knots in my back that I was just right. over it. But like for someone who doesn't have the knots issue, do you think they should keep doing it? Um, I think it may be a minor crutch as far as mm. chest development because it's harder to target um, the muscles in that position because it's more of like a decline bench, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that I was using it more of a way to lift more, not as a way to activate and break down the chest muscle. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of what Obi-Wan Kenobi says in only Sith's deal in absolute. <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm a more of a middle of the road kind of arch person. Now I feel like I'm a natural arch shoulders back and down yep. pinned behind and then elbows tucked. I think with that position right there puts enough of an arch in your back where you can get, that good spine position and a little bit of help in your bench. I yeah, I, I hold the stance of if you want to arch, go for it if it's working for you. But yeah. I think you are correct in that it could potentially be a crutch. I also think it has a placebo effect for a mm-hmm. lot of people. Feels tight. It just feels tight. It yeah. just feels safe for a lot of people. It's like people who wear a belt while they're benching. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really think that's helping, but if yeah. it makes you feel tighter and better. Unless you're over three plates, I don't think that's necessary. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, some people just do what they're going to do. Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, they're getting it in. So I can't really, like, fault them. Yeah. And I think you brought this up because uh, we've seen females, because they're more flexible, being some of the most notorious archers out there. You can see a hell of an arch. I've seen some impressive (laughs) arches. crazy arches. It's, like, almost, like, 90-degree crack in their back. And I'm just, like... Looks like, you know, an N or, like, a under... I flipped over you. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually watched uh, the chick at our gym. She, like, dropped the bar on herself with the arch. Ew, and sucks. it was terrifying to watch because, like, I, first of all, very impressed her because she, like, dropped it. And I was like, that's going straight to her neck. Like, my brain yeah. did not have time to react. I was, like, two benches away. Yeah. And she, like, boom, stopped it right there. Dang. Like, I think she was doing... I think she's doing at least 135. Was it like the Steph Squatch chick? You know who I'm talking about? There's this one powerlifting <sighs> chick that goes there. Maybe. She's she, pretty fucking strong. Is she the redheaded tall chick? Maybe. I don't okay. remember. I haven't seen her Because she can time. bench like 145, 155. It's impressive. Yeah, but she dropped it on herself, and I was like, mm, and like every single guy like in the like the tri-state area was like, mm, and she stopped it, and like you know someone ran over there, helped to get her off, and she's laughing about it. I'm like, all right, hell yeah. Like, dang. But that arch, I was like, that's going to go straight for her neck. Like, there's no fucking way. I'm going to pull her up, and then you're going to be like, yep, that's her. Yeah, probably. Um, actually, I'm going to revise our plan here, too. I'm going to talk a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about chest activation. Yeah, um, and I actually like this because it does kind of play off of the arch versus no arch, and I was Wes has actually fixed me on this heavily because I was a big uh, a big uh, offender is about chest activation and me wanting to move weight. I would neglect where I was supposed to be actually activating it for the benefit of just moving the weight. Like I have very strong triceps. Mm-hmm. Wes is stronger than me in just about every regard, except for some back workouts and triceps. And With, calves. And calves. That's true. Wait, do, you, do I have stronger calves? Yeah, you have stronger calves than me. <laughs> I don't have a stronger squat than you, but I can I can calf raise higher than you, I guess. Yes. Um, but when it came to chest, I had a super underdeveloped chest. And I was like, I, I just like, I was like, I don't know. I guess I just have a weak chest. That's just how my life is. And Wes mm. like that, that is not how your life is. <laughs> Uh, how about you spread out your grip a little bit and start working on your rep range a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about rep, rep ranges in a second. But this concept of 
especially to those of you who are trying to get stronger and trying to power lift, it's like in the long term, you will be weaker if you aren't activating the major muscle. Right. Your potential is limited unless you can really learn how to activate your chest. Exactly. It's, it is it is night and day. And it's funny because I had to step back. Like my weight went down a lot and now it's climbing back up super fast. Mm-hmm. And my chest is improving because of it. Like my posture is improved because of it. Like my body comp has improved because of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It, we chest activation, especially when you're doing stuff like your uh, press machines, your cable presses, stuff like that. It's like make sure you're activating your chest. Don't put your shoulders too much into it because you're going to get injured. Make sure your triceps aren't taking over the show in compensation. Right. Don't start if you start doing weird shit with your back, especially on a f- uh, flat bench. If you start doing like yeah. this wiggling thing, right. you lower the weight. Yesterday, like you, you are it's like you don't control it. You have you're not there yet, and yeah. you will ruin your back. Right, and that's uh, and an injury will send you back further than having to relearn. That's a serious how to press step back speed bump right there. Exactly, and actually, in reference to rep ranges, what we we want to we want to talk about those a little bit, mm-hmm. and it was uh, when we talk about like the the arm, and the, and the reason I make this connection right. is because we talk about how back in the day, it was like. From the, you touch your chest, you extend all the way out. Right, that's what your gym coach said in high school. Exactly, in high school. And that's part of why I had a Mm -hmm. really overpowered in my triceps and not in my chest. Shit, that's what I told you when we first started working together, you know, before I even learned that. I was like, yeah, you got to get a full range Mm -hmm. of motion, and that's half rep bullshit. And we're not really there anymore. We're half reppers all day long. I love half repping. It's great. It's my favorite. Yeah. Well, like, so as far as, like, rep ranges, can you... Do you have a good theory on what types of rep ranges there are and what covers what? Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, if you're going for strength that doing between one and five to six reps is really good. Um, I think, of course, if you're a power lifter, you have to focus on the full range of motion. But mm-hmm. even power I was saying rep range. I meant range of motion. That's, oh. why, that's why you gave me a look. I was like, yeah, I was like, huh, I was what, like what, you what the fuck are you talking about, Dimitri? Yeah. Range of motion. So you want to talk about range of motion right now or rep ranges? Let's do range of motion, then okay. rep ranges. Okay, range I of motion. I can't read. No, you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> we want to talk about both. So um, range of motion. I think that, you know, as far as powerlifters, even those guys uh, do short range of motions when they're training. Like, they'll use blocks, mm-hmm. and they'll use, like, bands, and different things to make their bench shorter or more, you know, focused on the top or the bottom because that activates different part of the muscle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, yeah, and then like bodybuilders, for example, when I'm doing incline, I used to do the have my elbows locked out of the top, and I'd go down as far as I could before I felt like my shoulders were gonna pop, and then mm-hmm. I'd go up. Yeah, you know that's what I used to do. But what I've had to do is take a big step back, lower my weight, and I go down to my the bottom of my chin, and then I go like two thirds the way up. Don't even that, lock out. That is something I learned from a buddy of mine who did like D two football. I went to the gym with him, and he was doing like like right to the titty and up like a couple inches and like kind of like this weird little like bottom little, part of the motion region. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like you're not, he's just like, I came here to work chest, not arms. And I was just <laughs> right. like, and I'm like looking at my hands I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I couldn't, I, I couldn't comprehend it for years because it's the same thing. Like someone's doing like, it's like, I'm trying to isolate the muscle. I'm trying to target the muscle, not the, you know, I'm like, fuck, I just want to bench two plates. That's all I cared about. So, you know. Yeah. And it was, but there's like a whole group of like the, like, you know, people give CrossFit or shit about their kipping pull-ups, mm-hmm. but those are the guys that have like the best full range, like bench. Like right. those guys like, boop, 
boat like they're like doing like a full thing and it's yeah. like then you meet like the people who are like uh more physique like they're yes. the ones doing like okay we're gonna do bricks we're gonna do like close we're gonna it's yeah. like what what am i targeting yeah not what purpose? am i moving it's not a number it's a feel so yeah. that i can achieve something so i had to get out of my ego for sure and just focus on like hitting the the target muscle i like, like that you said ego and i want to take a second on that because yeah. i feel like chess is one of the biggest ego things <laughs> it people. is because like i do everyone's seen that meme yeah. where it's like if your boyfriend can't bench two plates, you don't got a boyfriend. <laughs> right. And it, it, you might like laugh at it. And like, there's always been like, everyone's like drifted under, like you got injured or something happens. Like I've yeah. drifted below two plates plenty of times. Right. And you know, you, and I'm back, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> um, the, uh, it, but like, you kind of feel like when you want to relearn how to do something or like get rid of a bad habit, like the likelihood that you, you're going to go back to your high school weight is, is pretty high, man. Mm-hmm. And you just have to eat that ego and realize mm-hmm. no one's looking at you and you'll be back in like two weeks. Yeah. And then, you know, the only machine you can use to attract the girl in the gym is the ATM machine. Boom. Uh, roasted. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, range of motion, I think, depending on what you're going for, determines on what your range of motion is. Yeah. Boom. Okay, now rep ranges, because that's what I totally yes. meant when I was talking earlier. Yes, rep ranges. Uh, powerlifting, you already talked about it. Like, low, low you know, and slow. Five, three, one. You know, I'd say, you know, that and the accessories are a hypertrophy range, which mm-hmm. is what bodybuilding does. So, like, bodybuilding, hypertrophy range is typically 8 to 12. You know, yeah. so that's where we sit. As long as you're hitting like, you know, fatigue levels between those rep ranges, you're creating the right stimulus. I also like metabolic sets for my accessory work and like endurance. So I'll do like sets between 15 and 20. Mm-hmm. That's also what I'll do at the end of the workout. So a good, good thing to keep in mind is do your lower rep stuff first and your higher rep stuff at the end. And don't be afraid of going up in weight with your higher reps. It takes longer, mm-hmm. but like I hate, like we've talked about this before that I hate when people are like, oh, he's just aesthetic. He's weak as fuck. No, I'm sorry to tell you this, but he looks better than you and he's stronger than you. Um, because you, they're supersetting. It's like they're doing right. two other exercises so with like that. If you're doing like 12 reps, yeah. like there's no reason that you can't at some point get to a point where you're doing 225 higher for 12. Like there's people who mm-hmm. can do insane weight. Like, you know, I've seen people do three plates for like, I, I am 90% sure I counted at least 10 and I'm just like, <clears throat> sir, that's too right. many reps. <laughs> it's like, you just did a set of 12 with three plates. Yeah. Like, what like, the fuck? Like, yeah. Dude, like you're just strong. Yeah. Like, and that's, it takes a long time. Yeah. But like you can be strong as fuck and be a high rep guy. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that that argument between like power lifters versus, you know, aesthetic guys, like you can, there's, no a, there's a middle Ryan ground. Coleman's weak, right? All right. No. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, like his biggest regret is he didn't do that extra squat. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Um, so what are your top five chest exercises? And I feel like it's going to be the exact same. I feel like I'm, you're going to say it. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm already laughing because like, you know, younger me would make fun of me at this point. Uh, but well, we talked about how you're training, <laughs> safer now you're like an old yeah. man trainer you're not like an ego lifter anymore which i'm like so again i would have made fun of you too yeah i'm like all right old fart what are you gonna do stretch yeah. and now i'm like waking up in the morning like oh god my neck is cranked from my <laughs> squat day four days ago like, yeah, i'm still sore from legs <laughs> uh i would say plate loaded incline dumbbell incline barbell incline Damn. <laughs> that's number th- verse three okay maybe we're not the same then um it would be 
uh, cable flies, and then dumbbell bench. Boom, right there. Okay, my number one is your number five. No, no, my number... Actually, shit, do I like dumbbell more than I like flat or barbell? I do. Mm-hmm. It's just more fun. It feels better. Flat dumbbells, my number Barbell's one. Barbells hurt. They're hurt. uncomfortable. They're rigid. Yeah. Whereas, like, with a dumbbell, like, you feel strong. It's in each arm. The only thing that sucks is the lift off. Right. And then if you have someone there to support you, it's you all good. it's all gravy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say second one is probably barbell, flat bench. Mm-hmm. Then I'd say... Dumbbell. I didn't even include barbell flat bench in mine. I, I like it. It's yeah. just it's just a it's a powerful movement. But you're right; yeah. it is uncomfortable some days. Well, we're different lifters, yeah. different mindsets. Dumbbell uh, incline, dumbbell or barbell incline can just go fall off a bridge someplace. <laughs> I have zero interest in it. It's hard. <laughs> I don't enjoy it because um, it brings it's only that- because you like flat. Uh, well, my, my number my number three is barbell incline though. I'm like yeah. I think it's great, but again, it's a freedom thing. When I'm in like an incline with a dump or a barbell, I'm like, oh God, I just feel like I can't do anything. Like yeah. I have no choice in the matter of what's like, happening. What am I doing? Get this out of my face. And then uh, the hammer strength uh, chest press, I actually hate. Yeah. So that's not on my list. I, I want to mention <sighs> that, that I'm not a fan. I, I don't know. It's my number one. I feel like shit with it. And then I, but I love flies. Yeah. Uh, cable or uh, the hammer strength one, the, like the ridge one. I'm fine with either. I think they're both great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess is that only four? I guess my five would be like fuck, just like push ups or something. I feel like supersetting push ups. Should like I feel like this, the oh, push up is the fits in. is the unsung hero of the chest day. Yeah, push ups are like the AK forty seven of chest days. It like we fits know, in everywhere. Like, no, yeah. if you look, uh, you go to a, a rich country, yeah. no one's using AK forty sevens. But then you go to like Somalia, they've got AK forty sevens from like the first year they were minted, and they're so working great. Yep. Why? Uh, there's a reason for that. The push up is not fashionable and it's yeah. not cool. But it will always work. It will always work. It's always there, no matter what. It is always. And even if you're, like, kind of injured, you can still do some push-ups, like, yeah. bring it to your knees. It's the best way to rehab mm-hmm. the push-up. Mm-hmm. The push-up is in my top five. Always, that is, always good. Um, Actually, we'll, we'll actually lateral into this, because we talked about our top five, the dumbbell versus the bar. And I mm-hmm. think this is a really great conversation, because I feel like uh, new people don't use dumbbells enough. Or they don't appreciate dumbbells enough. They don't enough. appreciate I love them. Yeah. I like them more. It's honestly. freedom. It's yeah. freedom. It's like, and it's accessories. And it's like, sometimes it just feels cooler to grab like uh, the 80s and, right. and be like, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Then there's always like that guy at, next to you fucking repping hundreds because he's an right. asshole. But especially at LA Fitness, you know, that's where you can really flex on people with your dumbbell skills because everyone avoids them. Dude, there's, <laughs> there, it, it's a, it is the best way to look strong. It's like, especially overhead, like go do yeah. your overhead and like go grab something nice and heavy. Yeah. And then you're just like, you find some random, hey, can you spot me? And they're like, I don't know if I can. It's like, I don't know if you can either. Yeah. Take a ride, son. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, yeah, they're fun. I think they're they're a great time. But like you, when you're, you're first starting, you think like, oh yeah, it's the, it's barbell or get out. Right. I was totally in that mindset when I first started. I was like, oh man. I just need to get my bench mm-hmm. as high it's as I can. It's all about getting your bench as high as you yeah. can. But then, like, if you get your dumbbell really strong, the barbell will come. It's, it's more just, satisfying, I'd say. Yeah. I, I get more satisfied going up in weight on dumbbells than I do at mm-hmm. the, with the bar these days. Me too. It's, it's just safer. Fun. I feel, like, more activation in my chest. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, my dumbbell bench is, like, my dumbbell incline is damn impressive compared to my, like, my bar incline. What are you, a dumbbell bench pressing at this point uh, a few weeks ago i got the 95s for 12 damn yeah you're you're looking like you're 
starting to go into the triple digits now. I'm I could definitely do a set with hundreds. Uh, maybe not right now because I've lost like I've lost like 15 pounds in the last three weeks. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Well, not not 15. No, I've lost like. Eh, have you 12, taken progress 11, picks? No, I should have. You I was didn't supposed take, to take. Did you take it before? I was supposed to take. We have our before from when I we had mine before. Um, I was supposed to take a picture yesterday at the pool, but I fucked up and ate a bunch of brats. <laughs> <laughs> so you looked awesome. So I was a little bloated, but um, the cut I fucked, continues. I fucked up. And the cut continues. Dude, so you need to yeah. get yourself a before and after. Cause I know you have that before because I took it. Right. And then, uh, yeah, you need to get that up. That'll be a good Instagram post. Bro, I only gained like two pounds after all that food that I ate yesterday. Well, you shouldn't gain too much weight. That's like <laughs> all water and fat saturation shit. It's probably just like water and salt and yeah, carbs. Like, go take a go take a dump and Filled don't drink out. water for a day. You'll be good. You'll yeah. be back down immediately. Mm-hmm. Um. I also want to talk about how to. Separate. What were we even talking about? I don't know anymore. <laughs> this is this is okay. This is just what this. Bar, oh wait, wait, I know. Me. Let me save it. Let me save it. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna save this topic. I swear to God. Uh, okay, so I think if you're trying to be stronger at, uh, I think you have more potential to lift more weight with the bar, but it's riskier for your joints. And what I've seen, as far as like bodybuilders, this doesn't apply to powerlifters because powerlifters you have to use the bar. You don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. But for bodybuilders, a lot of the bigger guys like doing dumbbells first because by the time they get to the bar, they don't want to have to lift as heavy. Like, this is something Jeff will dude, do. Dude, that is that is like peak older dude getting back into the gym advice right there. Yeah. Like, just for just the bar's not even your home anymore. No. That's, that's your accessory. You do it later. Yeah. Yeah, that's like your do light on the bar just so you felt like you touched it. But, mm-hmm. like kettlebells dumbbells like light to them is still like 275 three mm-hmm. 300 you know yeah but still like yeah, yeah. well he's a he's a <laughs> specimen <laughs> yeah but yeah but like if you're like an older dude and you're like haven't been in the gym for a long time like just go find those dumbbells mm-hmm. and just get real well, well acquainted with them again mm-hmm. and you'll go up weight faster you'll be healthier overall and then you do some bar in there mm-hmm. and you're good yeah i love it and it feels good so I'm going to stick if with If you're not a, a power lifter, like, who gives a shit? Right. Like, you can become, you could go to the Olympia only doing dumbbells, like, pit shark shit, as mm-hmm. long as you do all, like, you kind of do a bunch of more accessories <laughs> and stuff. But, like, you could, yeah. like, you could have a gym with no the Smith machine barbells. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, no bars. And get to an end goal that's excellent. Yeah, you can get, like, an A plus, an A tier physique you're bar. you're going to have to be there longer yeah you're gonna have a longer day yeah but you have to make sure that you're on your progressive overload and keeping track yeah. of like your accessories because there's a lot of accessories that just happen while you're squatting while you're benching it's just like there are things you don't think about mm-hmm. like especially like since i've stopped deadlifting as much like my back is not as nice as it used to be when it was just like deadlifting all the time like my yeah it makes a difference for your back it's uh it, it matters but at the same time like who gives a shit mm-hmm. unless you do then you should give lots of shits. Um, I let, okay. How to set up for a good bench. Our next topic is don't neglect your back. And I think what you meant by that was you're saying to avoid injury for neglecting your back. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying like a lot of people will do chest day or multiple chest days and like hardly hit back. I want to hear your, your thought process. Cause I think, I, I mean like I just don't do that cause I love back day. Like I yeah. take two back days over a back day and a chest day. So yeah. what, what, what's the, well, I think that because it's, you don't see your back, a lot of casual lifters make the mistake of not prioritizing their back. Okay. Unf- like fortunately for competitors, there's like a saying, 
competitions are won from the back. So people like overdo their mm. back, you know, because it's like they're everyone's got a good chest. Oh, dude, that, know? that turnaround though, and you got a nice lumpy back, <laughs> right? And you just turn around and, like you're white as fuck and shredded. It's like that is where the grading, the points are won and lost yeah. in a show. Okay, I right. gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I've actually seen guys with like what I would say are like pretty disappointing chests do mm -hmm. like board and do really well. Yeah, it's like that's just your chest looks like everyone else's, but they're back. They come in and they fucking smoke everyone else. Yeah, because it looks like a freaking maze. Yeah, Christmas tree back there or something yeah. like that. Okay, know. okay. Now I hear what you're saying. I yeah. thought you were like, I thought this was going to be a safety talk. So, <laughs> I mean, it is though. Like it boils down to that. It, it's all encompassing. Your back needs to be focused on an, a lot if you want to have a big chest and a strong chest. Like mm -hmm. Arnold had a huge, huge, big, thick back, but that no one ever paid attention to it because his chest and his arms were like his. Well, it gives you an astounding thing. base. Like if you have a really strong back, yeah, then you can bench more because you have a stable like space to work off of. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds like counterintuitive, but it's like, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? If you're eating, like if you have a heavy meal on top right. of a, a thin paper plate, it's going to fall through. If you got exactly. it on like a nice hard plate, that's when you're going to be able to no pile No one wants on. the, you know, the store select brand toilet paper. You need that Charmin ultra thick, right? Oh, I don't, I, I refuse. Like I, I just won't wipe. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, dude, I, but I, I, uh, I I want to talk about how to set up a good bench. We've talked about this before, and I'm pretty sure there's a Robbie Coleman video from a long yeah. time ago about how to set up for a bench. We talked about arching. We talked about all this stuff. But yeah. there's, like, a couple steps you can do, yeah. and I promise you if you do this, like, you're pretty much safe for bench. Yeah. As long as you're, like, doing the correct weight and taking care of your body and doing the other 18 million things. But it's just, like, I want you to sit, we can sit up nice and straight. You're listening to the mm -hmm. podcast. You're sitting, hopefully, in public, and people are going to think you're weird. And it's just, like, shoulders up, shoulders back, and then bring them down. Yep. All together, just Boom. nice and tight. One, two, three. Your shoulder blades should basically be touching. Your chest should feel tight. Pinch them. All together, shoulders up, back, down, Boom. lay down. And then elbows at 45 degrees. Exactly. And if you hold that, that is your home. You know, like, you were Hitch. Where he's, like, dancing with like his elbows. Like, oh, so this, is yeah, this is your home. This is your home. Right here. That's your home for the bench. <laughs> like, if you do that, like, close bench, wide bench, competition grip, that will get you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. That, that is your freaking Honda Civic, great gas mileage. Don't throw it out. Yep, that's your bread and butter. That's what Mr. Miyagi said when wax he meant on, wax, wax on, wax off. That's right exactly there. what he Boom. meant. He was just talking about your shoulders. Yep, yep. Um, damn, actually, we went through this a little bit faster than I expected. We're, oh, no, we're in an hour. We're in an hour. We're, we're good, Actually, we're, we're doing great timing. I, I love chest. I do love chest. It's one of my favorite. I hate legs. No, <laughs> um, I know that's totally true. Um, we, we, I think the chest is one of the most fun things to work on, especially mm -hmm. when you're new. Mm -hmm. I think... All the ladies need to start going working chest unless it's going to ruin. Don't be afraid of the the dumbbells. If it's going to ruin your fake boobs, then ignore me. I yeah, don't know the rules Just stick to flies. That. Yeah, yeah, that's why. I still have them do flies. I still have them do push-ups. Yeah. You can do that. It's a, yeah. I think chest is just like where it's just like it's a really good glamour muscle. It's a fun muscle. It's a it's a easy it's place a big muscle to too. grow. It's a, great, it's a great place to like see the numbers go up. Yeah. Plus, it's like, you know, center stage. It's like Space Mountain. Yeah. It's like, uh, what's the other one at Disneyland that everyone goes Shit, to? Splash Mountain? Space Mountain, Splash Mountain. Uh, the Indiana Jones ride. <laughs> oh, I don't fucking know. I think that's Universal Studios. <laughs> no, there's the Indiana Jones ride with the big, like, uh, ball that comes rolling in. I'm 90% like, sure that no, is. No, I promise you. I, I bet you 20 bucks right now. 
that it's Disneyland. I don't feel comfortable enough to bet that. I've not been there in a long time. That was, you, you, you have you have bought your win. <laughs> um, shit. Now I want I want to go against you, but I'm like I'm gonna be wrong. Um, yeah, dude, it's it's a great thing. And we we talked about like we joke about like what girls care about this that, and the other. I'm sorry, they care about your personality. And I'm sorry, a rich guy who's fat is gonna do better than if you can bench three plates. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're a wonderful person, you take care of the people around you. Though. What's harder um, to get a two plate bench or a girlfriend? Damn, sometimes the things we lift, the <laughs> we lift are not our weights, but our feels. But our feels. <laughs> Dude, I always actually love that. The guys we I know who are like the strongest people, it's like yeah. they're like perpetually single. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm single. It's like, because you live here, dude. Yeah, it's like, you got nothing else to offer. Like, because you're, because if you're like me, like, I don't talk to girls at the gym. Like, that's like, yeah. I think that's weird. Like, I know some people can do it a non creepy way. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I'm just like, this is like, it's like talking to girls at work. Yeah. And talking to girls at the gym. Like, I just will not do it. It's like, like a different kind of game. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I'm not like, I just like, they're here to work out. Like, just let them, of course. So those guys, if they have the same feeling, like you're not going to meet a girl at the gym, you're here for most of the day. You go to work, you go to the gym, your number's going up. Guys are respecting you. Go develop a personality and get yourself a hobby. Right. Or get a really nice chest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go ahead. And we have Kendall's corner. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. And we have ourselves a remix because Demetrius taking over Kendall's corner. Ooh. There's been an Audible. assault on the castle. We are running it. The rebel troops are all oh, over. Snap. I didn't see this. <laughs> the AK-47. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we had one question, and I can I can answer this one yes. very effectively. Yes. Yeah, so we Dimitri's taking the lead on this one because he is the subject matter expert. I am. This is very infrequent, yeah. and I am going to own it. This is now Dimitri's corner, and the question was: Are juice cleanses a good idea? Are they? I wish they were. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, honestly, uh, we've talked about this on the episode where I finished a juice cleanse. Let me me tell you exactly what they're not good at. They're not good for losing weight. Mm -hmm. They're not good for doing anything healthy. They're not going to detox you. Your liver's been working really hard. Um, The best way, if you're trying to do a juice cleanse to detox, stop drinking alcohol, drink more water, quit putting crap into your body. Mm. Go eat a vegetable. If you're doing it to lose weight, um, instead of juicing your vegetables, how about you just eat some regular vegetables and lean meats? I like that. And then you're probably going to lose some weight. Uh, I think the reason you feel better. Yeah. You'll feel great. Yeah. Drink some fucking water, eat some vegetables, uh, cut the processed carbs and, uh, stop putting butter on everything. Dimitri, fuck. Um, <laughs> I can't stop now. It's so good. Um, the, uh, it, it's, it's not going to help you lose weight. You will gain it back relatively quickly. I think we talked about, I lost like a pretty high, I think I lost almost like seven, eight pounds. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Or something ridiculous. I gained it back yeah. over the course of like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I think I gained back like everything, but like two or three pounds of it. Mm-hmm. But I also came back with a really healthy diet. And you came back working out up until I was working out like the Friday. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was nuts. When the gym's closed again. Sad. Uh, one single tear. Yeah. Or went out for the homies. And uh, as far as cleansing goes, it's not real. Like your kidneys and your liver are working Do hard all the for cleansing you. Like it's just, you. Uh, but I will say, it's a really, really good hard reset. Like if you yeah. like have like your your diet's out of whack, you are not making good choices. You're having trouble with like it's like an addiction. It's like mm-hmm. it's like going to rehab. It's like saying like okay, I'm addicted to alcohol and I need to like put myself in a place where I'm not around it. So you'd say that the journey brings benefit i would say yes yeah because what happens is is when you eat again i because i did the they did the two week 
You did the five day. The yeah, whole I did week. five day. Yeah, no, I did, like two, I did two. I did weeks of the meat. Um, I yeah. did. Yeah, I did the five day. I, and I will say, if you're gonna do a juice cleanse, you have to do the five day. Yeah, three days position. It's yeah, it's two. <laughs> but the five days, you, the next time you eat, like you can't eat a lot. Your stomach yeah. will have shrunken. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna get full faster. Uh, all food's gonna taste awesome. So if you eat something that's healthy that normally you wouldn't find to be that delicious, it's uh, it's gonna taste way better to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can just like get through that five days and then have your house full of healthy good for you foods with a plan you actually i and this is this is this is my non-scientific opinion you will have set yourself up to be more successful um if you finish the juice cleanse and you rebound directly to what you were doing before congratulations you suffered for five days like i hope Anything you, enjoy- you made your metabolism slower yeah exactly like uh, i shit my pants when i was on the freaking juice cleanse guys like it's it's there's no fun times <laughs> to be had on it go so, back and look at our dimitri does it episodes yeah, on the instagram dude, I was, <laughs> it, it was rough man it was a, it was a rough fucking time um <laughs> but it, it, yeah dude it's uh he said it was his girlfriend right yeah, he's my friend's army friend's girlfriend she yeah. wants to do juice cleanse yeah i would say tell her that or just have yeah. her listen to the, with this segment yeah actually tell everyone to listen to this segment the whole thing <laughs> yes um if, uh, the yeah so if her goal is to lose weight no mm-hmm. if her goal is to have a cleanse no if she wants a hard reset so that she can make better healthier ch- choices moving forward i give it a if you want to yes I, that's a way to do it that is a way yeah but mm-hmm. not the they're also a little expensive it was like yeah how much was it it was over 100 bucks dang less than 150 over yeah. 100 probably like 120 something like that okay um but it's it was silly the whole thing's fucking silly but yeah um shit dude do we have anything else we need to cover that was solid um i don't know man uh we got a hopefully guys we got a good interview coming up next week i'm excited um don't want to say exactly who well, I, well, we'll keep it, it secret but. for right now i'm very excited for it. it's uh it's someone we've had our eye on for a while and mm-hmm. it's someone that i'm excited to speak to i think they have good. a lot of really relevant and great things yep. that i think all of you will enjoy so let me ask this of you guys if anyone could leave a listener question on you know personal training fitness or entrepreneur type stuff so <gasps> hints social media too social media hints so our our uh, guest will be very equipped to answer those type of questions Oh, yeah. All right. And as always, you know where to find us. We are at BNS underscore radio. You can find me on Instagram at Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. You can find me at W Kendall underscore MFT on Instagram. So check us out and leave your listener questions. Thanks, guys. Love you lots. Talk to you soon.